At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello and welcome to episode 522 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. How's it going, everyone? Happy Tuesday. Another big day in the arena, guys. We got a lot to get to. We're going to continue to grind awaiting here the NBA All-Star break. So uh, I got to say, give a, give a shout out to the Players Association. That's a pretty good All-Star break. I was like, when is a basketball NBA returning? Well, not until, not tomorrow, but the day after on Thursday. So no NBA, guys. That continues as we uh, as we wait for the break to be over. But we got a lot to get to. We got NHL, a nice 3-0 and NHL sweep last night. Getting back to our winning ways. You love to see it. Calgary coming through for the team. Vancouver, another late night sweat that we cashed, as well as Carolina. So a good little 3-0. and then if you look toward college basketball, that was kind of annoying. Three and five, you know, what really kind of, so here are the winners. We got the under in the Penn State game, uh, landed what, 128, we had under 129 or 127 maybe. Uh, so we got the under with that one, couldn't get Penn State plus the points. Uh, we lost the Drake over, we lost the Loyola Bilo over, we got TCU, we got Valpo over. Seattle late night uh, really crumbled there down the stretch. But here is the difference between a winning and losing night, guys. It was Indiana plus the points. This was really frustrating because the game went to overtime. And we were tied, of course. Uh, obviously, you know, you're, you're going in overtime. You were tied at the end of regulation. But we were getting six and a half with Indiana. They have the game tied. I was hoping maybe they'd win or lose there at the brother. At the, uh, at the brother. At the buzzer. Uh, but then they go in overtime. They get outscored 17 to 6. So you get outscored by 11 points. And overtime, that's really a backbreaker because, uh, again, when you're tied up, you worry about – the weird thing with overtime is, like, you know, it's funny. When you're sweating a total, you know, overtime could either be your biggest enemy or your best friend. Like, if you have the over, you know, the game's going under, you get overtime, you get extra time, maybe you cash the over. Obviously, on the under, you're feeling good, and then maybe they tie it up, go to overtime, you lose your your underplay. But really, when it comes to spreads, you know, a tie game, you're going OT, you feel pretty good about it, but Indiana really just uh, does not show up there for overtime. So that's the difference between a winning and a losing night. So looking back toward last night, guys, uh, six and five. So we won a majority of our bets, but this is why sports betting is hard. We're actually down minus 1.01 units because we're laying some of these minus numbers in the NHL. And again, if we get you know, uh, Indiana there to cover that number. That's a plus one unit night instead of a minus one, one unit night. So either way, guys, that's really the, uh, you know, test case here of betting. Uh, I remember kind of when I first started betting and I think a lot of people think this, but Hey, all you got to do is win 50.1% of your bets and you're winning better, right? All you got to do is win slightly more than you lose and you're good to go. You're making money. You can quit your day job. You can become a millionaire and, and grind sports betting every day. But nope, this is the little the little secret here that we all know now, but when you're new better, you don't really realize it. 
because you're laying the juice. The juice is really uh, what makes it difficult for betters and what the odds makers and the books uh, really make a, a killing off of. Um, of course, you know, more often than not, the public does lose. We all know that uh, because public base bets based on gut instinct and bias, but it's the juice that makes it difficult. So when we're assi- assuming standard minus 110 juice, you probably hear me say this all the time, but the magic number is 52.38%. So that means if you're laying minus 110 on every play, you have to win 52.38% of your bets to break even. So anything 52.39% or more, you're a winning better. So anything 53% or better, you're doing pretty good. If you're 55%, you're having a really good year. But when we're laying some of the minus numbers with hockey, remember, bet to risk, not bet to win. We're only getting, you know, if we're risking a unit on Carolina at minus 210, we're only getting a half unit back. Uh, so that's the key. Now, if we lose, we just want to lose our one unit. We never want to lose anyway, but that's the whole point of why betting is difficult. You can go six and five. This was always crazy to me. You know, you talk to a new better, like, oh, how'd you do last night? What's six and five? Good night, right? No, we actually lost the unit because of the juice. So uh, as always, guys, you know, realistic expectations, trying to grind the magic number, but that magic number 52.38% should always be in the back of your head. Uh, but either way, you know, we had, we had a winning night based on the majority of bets that we won, but not because of the juice. And if you uh, if you were first introduced to that, I know it was a rude awakening, but it just goes to show you, uh, we are on the right track and we're going to continue to grind. And if Indiana doesn't blow it in OT, uh, that's a plus one unit night instead of a minus one unit night. So anyway, guys, I'm looking for a big night tonight. I got four bets in the NHL. Uh, so I'm really excited to talk some hockey with you guys today after a nice little 3-0 sweep last night. Uh, and then in college hoops, I got six plays in college hoops. Not a ton, but a couple plays that I really, really like. We have some interesting line movements. We have a two-ranked teams take the favorite opportunity. We have a sharp dog spot. Uh, and we do have a couple money line plays that I wanted to share and a late night sweat that I am excited to sweat late night because uh, now with uh, with Metal Pup, uh, they're, uh, they're going out to you know pee at, at midnight here. That's probably right when my West Coast games are at halftime. So, uh, of course, uh, my days as a night owl uh, are kind of diminishing a little bit. Uh, I feel like I'm a zombie just continuing to, uh, you know, continuing to uh, not get the, the kind of sleep that I want. Um, but I would say uh, it's going well. And thank you all guys for uh, for reaching out. And it was funny because uh, Meadow used to whine in her crate, uh, her crate the first couple nights, and I felt terrible listening to her cry. I'd go over there, console her, take her out to pee. Uh, we're doing this thing now where we're letting her cry. So it kills me to hear her cry. It kills me to hear her whimper. Uh, but we were talking to uh, a couple of friends of ours and my fiance's uh, mother, and she said, hey, it's terrible. You feel bad, but they got to learn, and you don't want the dog to run you. And every time they cry, they feel like, oh, my owner will come in and take care of me. So that's what we're working on now. So if you hear Meadow cry, uh, it is because she is upstairs in her crate uh, while I'm doing the pod, whereas I am down in the uh, the trap den, uh, the VEASAN studios here uh, in the home studio. So uh, again, hopefully uh, crate training. And we haven't, knock on wood, no accidents today. No accidents. So we're doing a little bit better here. The key is every hour I take her out. And it's funny, my fiance is always like, do you have to just wait? I'm like, no, we're taking her out. And she always pees. And now the treats are working. The treats are, you poop, you pee, you get a treat. So I think we're making some progress here, guys. So uh, again, that's just a little window into uh, your boy as a uh, as a first-time puppy owner. Uh, but things are going good. Anyway, a lot to get to. Six plays in college basketball, four in the NHL. Um, I do want to mention, this is a, a you know prop bet that I bet on. And we talked about it on, on Betting Across America yesterday. And I, I tweeted it out, and I think a lot of people, uh, I don't know, had maybe the same uh, line of thought here. I talked about it before, but Evan Neal. Evan Neal, first overall NFL draft. I did play Evan Neal, uh, plus 175. I actually saw one book. I think DraftKings moved down, moved him down to plus 150. So the whole point there, Jacksonville's the number one pick. You got to protect 
Trevor Lawrence. Doug Peterson is an offensive-minded coach who beat my Patriots in the Super Bowl with a great offensive line. Again, who shot JFK? Uh, you know, the, the, the questions to the answers that we'll never know. Why didn't Malcolm Butler uh, play in the Super Bowl? So, again, I, that, I'll never figure that out. But anyway, Neil, number one overall. Uh, Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper both have him as your number one overall pick. And your three offensive line starters for Jacksonville, three of them are free agents. So you could lose Cam Robinson and a bunch of others. You can get the number one draft pick, uh, you know, protect Lawrence. I think Neil is 6'7", 350. He can play both tackle spots. Makes a ton of sense to me. I did bet. It's official. It's in pocket. Evan Neal plus 175 to go number one overall in the NFL draft. So we'll do a little experiment here. Uh, give it a week. Give it, you know, two weeks. Let's see if that 175 continues to fall. I hope it does. And again, if you like Neil, and again, I'm on him. Uh, that's what I'll be rooting for. You may want to grab that plus money now because I assume, uh, or I think, and then don't never assume, assume he makes an ass out of you and me. That's an old joke my fourth grade teacher always used to say. Uh, and then I say it, I'm like, a, it's like a dad joke now. I'm such a loser. But anyway, um, it, it makes a lot of sense to me, and I think Neil will be the guy. But, so we shall see. The other interesting news was Aaron Rodgers today. So Aaron Rodgers put out this, like, cryptic Instagram post. I hate that this is part of, like, and is Rodgers a millennial? I guess he is. He's 38, maybe. I'm 34. I know I'm a millennial. My sister's 39. I think she was maybe the first year millennial. So we can blame it on millennials maybe, but Rogers, like, I hate that like athletes do this now. It's like these cryptic messages. He thanked Shailene Woodley, which is weird guys. You know, if you ever broke up with a, a significant other, did you thank them after on social media? That seemed a little weird to me. Uh, sounds like maybe he got dumped. I don't know. Uh, but he thanked Woodley and he also thanked all of his teammates. And there are a bunch of tweets going around. He was on Pat McAfee's show today. I was actually tuning in right before the pod because I thought he'd make some news and he didn't. So he's trying to drag this out. They love the spotlight. They will love making everybody, you know, read every little letter of the Instagram post. But I don't know. It sounded like maybe he's leaving. Maybe he's retiring. It's just weird. But I'm plugged into this Rogers prop bet. So uh, it's actually, um, I noticed this. Uh, there are a lot of futures for the Packers to win their division that came off the board yesterday. So I think they were a minus 200 favorite to win the NFC North. That uh, divisional odds is now off the board because speculation of Aaron Rodgers. What's going to happen? So I want to say I saw a tweet that Gutekunst is going to have a uh, press conference tomorrow, and Rodgers said that he's not ready to make a call today, but you know it sounds like he's not going to drag it out too much. So I don't really know what this means. Um, I do think if he's going to play anywhere, he's going to head to Green Bay. But now this Instagram post, you know, has me questioning what's going on. And that prop bet of where he'll take snap one of next year is now off the board. So, of course, Aaron Rodgers waiting game. Uh, you love it. And by love it, I mean, uh, how annoying is it? Like, can you just tell us what you're going to do? Does, do we have to drag it on? Do you have to make us, uh, you know, suspense the whole thing? Like, Jesus, why do we got to do this? This soap opera. Uh, but anyway, guys, I still think he goes back to Green Bay if he plays. But again, maybe that Instagram post is, uh, you know, foreshadowing of something different. Uh, but anyway, a lot to get to today. NHL, college basketball. It's a big hockey and college hoops night. Uh, if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. All you got to do is plug in your email, and every single day you'll wake up uh, to really a comprehensive breakdown of that day's sports betting action and everything that's going on at VEASAN. So uh, once you sign up, you'll get my Market Insights column, giving you sharp reports every single day. I'm pretty much just grinding college every single day uh, until hopefully we get baseball to come back. Uh, but then also you'll get Dave Tooley's ATS report. You get Greg Hoops Peterson. This is like Greg Hoops time to shine right now as we get closer to March Madness. So he's got his podcast link uh, as well as uh, his spreadsheet and his lines. You get Adam Burke's blurbs. You get all of our VEASAN betting tools. You get uh, Andy McNeil's uh, daily NHL column, JVT's daily NBA column, run out of all the shows that day. 
Uh, and if you're looking for more info, and of course, you, with the newsletter, you got to get these exclu- exclusive offers. Uh, we got one from BetMGM. If you live in a legal state, uh, use your um, let's see, use the bonus code VSIN1000. Your first wager is risk free up to a thousand. So take advantage. Promos for legal sports books. They want your business. You want to shop for the best line. The newsletter is the easiest way to stay plugged into VSIN promos, articles, all of our city casts, special offers, everything you want. It's located there for free. So sign up. Tell a friend to sign up. Uh, then if you want to take that next step in your sports betting journey, sign up for a VEASAN all-access membership. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. we got a great promo right now. It's only $29. It's less than a dollar a day. Um, and what it's going to give you is everything now until we cut down the nets, uh, April 4th. Uh, so it's going to give you every point through weekly magazine. You'll get our, you'll get our college basketball betting guide, our daily best bet uh, emails as well. Uh, you'll also get hopefully MLB's uh, preseason coverage here. Uh, hopefully if we can come to an agreement, which sounds like maybe these owners, these billionaire owners and millionaire players are coming to an agreement slightly. And it's like, you look, I've read this article by uh, who was it? He used to write in Boston, Evan Drellick. Uh, and he writes for the athletic now. And he's like, like what are, they're haggling over like bonus pool money and like, like arbitration years, like Jesus, just like, seriously, you're going to risk, you know, delaying the season and pissing off a fan base over, you know, arbitration years. I know the players want that. The owners should, you know, you know, come to somewhat of agreement, but just goes to show you like the things they're arguing over are pathetic. Uh, again, I know if, if it's you, it's important, but overall, I just feel like it's kind of crazy. Uh, but anyway, that all access promo, uh, every best bet email, all of our betting guides, everything behind the VEASAN.com paywall. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You can do that promo. You can get the annual discount, the monthly. You can uh, save some money there. Again, the annual is the biggest uh, way to save money. But just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And then, of course, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is a fantastic resource for sports betting information. We operate in a real-time market where everything is constantly moving, evolving. It's fluid. Uh, lines change based on action coming in lines change based on injuries, weather, you know, uh, schedule spots, all that kind of stuff. So get on, uh, Twitter, fall at VEASAN live, the mothership, follow local beat reporters, get starting goalies, scratch pitchers, hopefully soon. Uh, you hate scratch pitchers, but at least that means baseball's back. So I'll take it. Uh, and then you'll also get, uh, or also make sure you follow, uh, your boy over here at Josh underscore insights. Uh, tweeting out all the podcasts, uh, all my appearances, and I'm also open to DM. So slide in, slide in if you got a question. And then of course, uh, make sure you email me if you have a question, comment, suggestion. You got to get referred to a new sports book. Uh, you got betting philosophy questions. You got to get an app to follow your, uh, to track all your bets. Let me know any way that I can help you. I take a lot of pride in that. So hopefully the pod helps you kind of identify some sharp bets. You know, cash some tickets, but also betting education or anything else. Feel free to reach out or just say hello, Josh at Veasan.com. So with that being said, I want to start off with some NHL uh, because we had a nice little three and zero sweep last night in the NHL with Calgary, Vancouver, and Carolina. So we got four bets in the NHL for tonight. So first one on the board for me, guys. Uh, and I'll remind you, if you like some of these favorites, you got to hit the overnight lines. You can get better numbers because typically these lines will go to the favorite and they'll go, uh, they'll get jacked up overnight. So this is a perfect example. Florida Panthers. I'm on the Florida Panthers tonight. Uh, they open as around a minus 200 favorite, minus 195. They've been steamed up all the way to minus 220. If you get, if you had this uh, number overnight, you could have gotten a, you know, minus 195, minus 200. Now it's minus 220. I see a 225 out there. So again, these favorites to me, if you really want to take that next step uh, and try to maximize your, you know, your take back here, 
look at them uh, to bet them overnight based on our system matches. So uh, big steam to Florida. Again, minus 195 to around minus 225. This is a big system match play. Home favorites, minus 200 or more off a win, 85 and 24, 78%, 8% ROI. Uh, home favorites with a line move in their favor, 205 and 92, 69%, 5% ROI. Our banger match, woo woo, home fave off a win versus opponent off a loss, 112 and 49, 70% this year. I would also match our favorite off a win, home favorites, sweet spot big favorites, 200 to 250, 99 and 34, 74%, 8% ROI. All matching on Florida. Uh, Florida has been one of our favorite teams to sweat this year. I feel like they're never, never out of it. And then you blink and, you know, they're up one and then they're up four. Uh, so really looking at Florida guys, they are 33 and 11 as a favorite. They're 23 and three at home. So they're in that favorite home spot tonight. Nashville, it's a bet against Nashville, a team I really like and I'm high on, but they've really struggled here. They've lost four straight. Uh, they've lost nine of their last 14, whereas Florida is humming here and they've won three straight. Both teams are giving up 2.9 goals a game defensively. But as we mentioned, that Florida offense is really lethal. They're averaging 4.2 goals a game, only three there for Nashville. So give me the Florida Panthers getting it done at home around minus 220. I see a 215, a 220, and a 225. So try to get the lowest juice possible. But uh, I'm on Florida. Let's say minus 225, split the difference. Uh, next play for me. I'm going to go Toronto, Toronto Maple Leaf. So number one, thank God I didn't bet Toronto yesterday. I was a little bit intrigued by them, but the line was too high. And I said, the juice, the juice ain't worth the squeeze. But did anyone bet uh, Montreal with a flyer, you know, plus 320? Unbelievable. Thank God I didn't play Toronto. And again, that line was just too high anyway. The line actually went further toward Toronto. But uh, I actually like them in a bounce back spot tonight, mostly because they're going up against a backup journeyman goalie. Uh, Jay, I don't even know this guy's name, Barubi. Uh, I looked at some of his stats. He's like a, a 30-year-old guy who really has never played in the NHL. Uh, so I like to bet against this journeyman backup goaltender. You have a good steam move toward Toronto. I know they played last night, but kind of how we liked uh, last night with, uh, who was it, Carolina? It was Carolina was on a back-to-back, which, by the way, had to sweat that one, and they won in overtime against the uh, the lowly Flyers. But that was it's, it's not a rested spot for Toronto because they are a back-to-back, but like Carolina last night, Carolina in the second leg of a back-to-back, they they saved their number one goalie, Anderson, for last night. That's why we kind of, to me, if you save your goalie for the second game, that mitigates a little bit uh, of that tired spot. So same thing here for the Toronto uh, Maple Leafs. They saved their number one goalie, Jack Campbell, for tonight. You had Mrazek in goal last night. So you do have Toronto with their number one goalie. Uh, they're a good team off a bad loss. I think you get a good bounce back after losing to the uh, Montreal Canadiens. And I would say uh, Martin St. Louis who won a cup there with St. Louis and actually is the pride of the University of Vermont, my alma mater, where he was a legend up there and took the 95 UVM team uh, to the Frozen Four with Tim Thomas. Um, uh, he's got Montreal kind of playing well. So I wouldn't you know, just consider Montreal a, a, an auto-fade like we were auto-fading them uh, much of the early part of the year. So keep an eye for St. Louis there. But anyway, I like Toronto to bounce back. They saved their number one goalie. There's a huge line move toward Toronto. This is another example of an overnight line having way more value. A lot of these books open around minus 180, minus 190 Toronto. They're up to minus 250. You'd match here, sweet spot, big fave, 74%. Uh, road favorites, 200 or more, 51 and 12, 81%, 15% return on investment. Toronto is tw- uh, 32 and 13 as a favorite. They're 14, 9 and 2 on the road. Columbus is only 14 and 22 as a dog. And both these teams offensively are pretty much the same, 3.5 goals a game, but a big edge defensively. Columbus is giving up almost four goals a game, 3.7 goals a game, whereas Toronto is only giving up around three goals a game, 
uh, 2.8 to be exact. So I like a bounce back spot. Let's bet against this Baruby guy in a Toronto team that hopefully is a little salty after a bad loss gets it done with a big line move. Uh, so let's go Maple Leafs. Next play for me, I'm going to go Minnesota Wild, guys. Another kind of good line move play. The Wild are on the road at Ottawa. Uh, the Wild open, another, again, another overnight line. That's the theme of the day if you're betting hockey. Get these lines early. Favorites early, dogs late. If you're on the point spread, sometimes late can give you that inflated number. Uh, but if you're on a money line favorite, sometimes you want to get in that early a little bit. But anyway, you had Minnesota open. Uh, I saw as low as like a minus 170 favorite. I think maybe I was a little low, more like minus 200. But now it's been up to around minus 230. Uh, so I got down to Minnesota minus 230. This is a uh, big system match play. You look at Minnesota, uh, this would be a road fave 200 or more, 51 and 12, 81%, 15% ROI. We have a favorite off a win, 66% this year, 5% ROI. Our sweet spot, big favorite between minus 200 and minus 250, another match there. Uh, and if you look at Minnesota, um, they are 23 and 7 as a favorite, 15, 9 and 2 on the road. Ottawa, 16 and 30 as a dog, 9, 15 and 2 at home. This is also. Uh, a bet against Ottawa as a tired uh, a tired team play here because they are playing their fourth game in six days and 10th game in 16 days. So Minnesota's rested. Ottawa's tired. Give me Minnesota with a line move. Uh, both are giving up 3.1 goals a game, but Minnesota's offense, similar to how we're banking on Florida's offense tonight, 3.9 goals a game versus 2.6. So give me Minnesota. Minnesota, uh, minus 230. Next play for me and last one of the night, let's go Anaheim Ducks. Ducks fly together. Let's go Ducks. Ducks are at home against the San Jose Sharks. Uh, Ducks open as as low as I saw, like a minus 120, minus 130 home favorite. They've been steamed up all the way to minus 150. We got a lot of matches here on the Ducks. Banger match. Woo-woo! Home fave off a win versus opponent off a loss. 112 and 49, 70%, 5% ROI. We also have our uh, both teams missed the playoffs last year. Take the favorite. 111 and 56, 66%, 9% ROI. Home favorite system match, home favorite with a line move system match. A lot of systems here on Anaheim. There's also a rested spot. Anaheim uh, last played on the 19th. You had the San Jose Sharks play the 20th. And this is kind of a fade San Jose Sharks play. I know they were pretty good early, but uh, they've kind of fallen off. They've lost six straight. They're 2-10, and ten, their last 12. Uh, and injury-wise, Ryan Getzlaff. Uh, the uh, the ageless wonder there for the Ducks. And if you ever notice, uh, they mandated visors in the NHL. And if you're grandfathered in and you're really, really old, you get to play continue to play without a visor. Getzlaff is one of those guys who still ha- uh, is able to play without a visor. So I think Lucic is one. Chara is one. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly is one. Uh, but Get- Getzlaff, the old man, is coming back. He can still uh, contribute here. And no uh, Eric Carlson for San Jose. So Getzlaff in, Carlson out. Advantage Anaheim here. You look at Anaheim, 10-5 and five as a favorite, 13-8-4 at home. Sharks, 12-22 and 22 as a dog. They're 11-11-2 on the road. And Anaheim's offense, three goals a game versus only uh, around two and a half there for San Jose. So give me the Ducks. Ducks fly together, minus 150. So our four-pack in the NHL, Florida Panthers, minus 225. Minnesota, minus 230. Toronto, minus 250. And Anaheim, minus 150. Can we get all those? We're going to need to get at least three. We're going to need Anaheim and at least two of these others here uh, to turn a profit. So let's get after it, continue our hot streak. Hopefully that 3-0 sweep last night uh, was, again, a little foreshadowing of a hot streak here to come. So there you have it, guys. Just started the pod, uh, recapping last night and talking some NHL for tonight. But we got more to get to, so don't go anywhere. We're going to take a very, very short break. I'm flipping my page in my notebook, and we got college hoops tonight. There are across the board, what do we have, thir- almost 30 college basketball games. I have six plays that caught my eye. 
Uh, and a bunch of these are pretty sharp. So I'm excited to share them with you. Uh, hopefully we can uh, get some revenge here after Indiana collapsed and turned us into a losing night instead of a winning night. Uh, but we'll continue grinding college basketball. When we return on episode 522 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat in the arena with, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. All right, everyone, we are back at it after starting uh, our week off yesterday. Six and five record, but minus 1.01 units. Uh, again, because we uh, had some minus numbers here and the take back was a little bit smaller. But again, uh, don't ever think like, here's the other thing, guys. Like, instead of risking, like, let's say Calgary, uh, we cashed minus 220 last night. You risk 2.2 units to win one, you win the bet. Yeah, you win a full unit instead of only the half unit back that we got. But if Calgary lost, you would have lost 2.2 instead of only losing one. So always keep that in mind. I think, you know, a lot of times bet trust not bet to win. When you win, you're like, oh, I just should have bet to win. But when you lose, it really benefits you. So to me, it's, you know, hope for the best, plan for the worst, and act accordingly. So, again, uh, the, the importance there is, uh, you know, again, if you're continuing to grind, you're going to save yourself. Because we know we, bad nights always happen, guys. It's part of betting. There's ups and downs. There's fluctuations. But you want to get in the habit of uh, always protecting yourself to lose the least and try to win the most. Uh, so just wanted to mention that. But uh, as we continue to grind, we started talking NHL. We got the Panthers, the Wild, the Ducks, and Toronto Maple Leafs. Now let's go to college basketball. I'm excited for uh, hopefully a bounce back night in college hoops. And let's not have any uh, spreads or money line plays go to overtime and, and get rolled in overtime. So first one on the board for me, guys, an early game, 6 o'clock game. So don't think all these games are at 7 because you'll be a little late to the party for this one. Give me Yale. Let's go Yale, baby. Yale against Dartmouth, 6 o'clock game, game 603-604. Saw a good steam move here toward Yale, and it's kind of a low-bet game. Uh, so it tells me it's kind of respected money here hitting Yale. But Yale opened as a two-point favorite on the road. They've been steamed up to minus three. I got down on Yale on the money line, minus 150. What I like about this one, Ken Palm has them winning by one, so I don't really want to lay the three. But if they win the game, I want to win the game and just win the damn game, as we all like to say. Ken Palm does have them ranked much higher, 147 in the country versus 232 for Dartmouth. Our buddy Greg Hoops has Yale by five. So that's a good good uh, spot here uh, for Greg. And why do I always cite Greg? He's not paying me. I'm not doing this to kiss his butt. He's a buddy of mine, and I respect his numbers. And this game opened minus two, and Ken Palm has him by one. Greg, Hoop has him, Greg Hoops has him by five. Who's the number moving to? It's not moving down to one to Ken Palm. It's moving up to minus five toward Greg. So you'll notice with a lot of Greg's plays, and he tweets out his spreadsheet at, like, I don't know, midnight or kind of like late night. Uh, by the morning, a lot of these lines are moving toward him. So if this was a situation where the lines are going against someone or against Ken Palm or against Greg, 
then hey, you know, it doesn't mean much to me. It's when the line uh, opens and moves toward your original number that uh, is kind of the sign of, of someone who's doing their power ratings and their uh, and their projections correctly. So uh, again, Yale on the money line, minus 150. We're banking on a couple things with Yale. Their offense, they're averaging 73 points a game uh, versus 67 for Dartmouth. Uh, much better field goal shooting. So they're shooting 44% from the field versus 41% for Dartmouth. Big rebounding edge. Or I don't know if it's big, but uh, 36 a game for Yale, only 33 for Dartmouth. And also conference play. You know, I hear me say this all the time, but conference play to me is a way, is a barometer for do you get up for these big rivalry games uh, where there's a lot on the line and there's a lot of, you know, history and uh, and, and kind of a, a rivalry angle to take advantage of. So Yale is 9-2 and two in conference play. We have Dartmouth only 4-7. and seven. So long story short, move toward Yale. Let's go Yale. Offensive advantages. I am on Yale. Minus 150. How do you like them apples? Uh, next play, Michigan State. Let's go Sparty. I'm on Sparty plus the points. Pretty much an even ticket count, um, which anytime you see 50-50 action, guys, theoretically a line shouldn't move at all because if the tickets are, you know, 10 tickets and we have five on both sides, you know, line shouldn't move because it's even. But we know that not all wagers are created equally. There are bigger wagers from Billy Walters type guys, you know, dime betters, p- people who set their own models and numbers. There are $5 average Joe betters who don't really put any thought into it and just say, hey, give me the home team, give me the, the ranked team here. So a 50-50 line shouldn't move at all, but we are seeing this line go to Michigan State. So sneaky move toward Michigan State. On the road, they open getting seven. They're down to six. Uh, you would have loved the six and a half for the seven. I'm still going to play plus six right now. Uh, Ken Palm has a losing by six. Greg Hoops has them losing by five. Uh, so you would have a small edge there. You're also kind of buying low on Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State is unranked, and they're one and four of their last five versus Iowa, who's ranked 25th in the country. So maybe that's why, you know, public says, hey, or, you know, even though it's, you know, 50-50, it's not like load up on Michigan State Sparty recognizable logo and Tom Izzo. Uh, it's kind of a, a split spot here where the public doesn't really know where to go. But I want to buy low on that unranked road conference dog versus a ranked opponent with a line move in their favor. A couple things I'm banking on with Sparty, the better defense, 67 a game they're allowing versus 72 for Iowa. Uh, Michigan State is 9-6 and six in conference play. Iowa's 8-7. and seven. And Michigan State, they've done this before. They're road warriors. Uh, five and three on the road this year, which again, five and three are like, oh, they're slightly above 500. No big deal. But if you look at a lot of these home road splits, guys, in college specifically, you have a lot of killer home teams and terrible road teams. You could be, you know, you see it all the time, but like uh, the home team is, or the team at home is 15 and one this year. On the road, they're three and seven. So again, that's important. The fact that Michigan State has been profitable on the road is meaningful to me. And we got a buy low spot after a one and four last five. So let's go, Sparty. I'm on Sparty. Plus six. Let's keep it close. Hey, just win. How about you win the game? Don't even make us sweat. Next way for me, Emu, Eastern Michigan University. Let's go, Emu. I'm on Emu at home against Northern Illinois. This game really hasn't moved at all. You know, open minus three, Eastern Michigan. I did see a two and a half up to three. I did see a three that got up to three and a half and came back down to three. So a low bet game where all movement liability has been toward Eastern Michigan. So I took Eastern Michigan on the money line, minus 150. Ken Palm has them by three. Greg Hoops has them by six. A lot of advantages here. Offensively, Eastern Michigan averaging 70 points a game versus 64 for Northern Illinois. Field goal percentage slightly better, 43% versus 42%. Slight rebounding edge, 34 a game versus 32. And this is kind of what I call the lesser of two evils play. Because if you look at Emu, they're 9-18. and 18. Really bad record, right? Northern Illinois is 8-17, and 17, so even worse here. So again, lesser of two evils, line going to the home team. Uh, I also like that this is a revenge angle. Emu lost to NIU 77 to 70 back on January 15th. And this is a Emu uh, at home seven and six. So again, slightly profitable, 
but NIU has struggled on the road six and nine. So let's go Emu, Eastern Michigan on the money line, minus 150. Let's go. Next way for me, one of my favorite plays of the night. Doesn't mean you bet five units on it. This is one unit, risk one unit like any other play, but give me College of Charlestown. Let's go Charlestown. Uh, or I guess it's Charleston. I'm thinking of Charlestown, Massachusetts, uh, back you know where the garden is in the north end. This is Charleston, not Charlestown. Uh, but Charleston on the money line. Dog to fave, really sharp line move. This game open northeastern at home, minus one. It's now flipped to Charleston, minus one. So we have dog to fave action here on College of Charleston. Uh, Ken Palm has him by two. He's got him ranked uh, a little bit higher, 175 versus 261 for northeastern. Our buddy Greg Hoops has Charleston by two and a half. So slight edge there. This is, uh, again, a don't overthink it type play. Uh, we have Charleston, who's 14-12 and 12 this year. Northeastern is 7-19. and 19. Northeastern has lost three straight. Northeastern is, let me get this right, 1-15 their last 16 games. Uh, this is a big advantage offensively for Charleston. They're averaging 77 points a game versus only 65 for Northeastern. So hopefully Northeastern can't score enough to keep up. And a big rebounding edge on the boards. 41 a game for Charleston, only 32 for Northeastern. So give me Charleston on the money line. I got a minus 115 there. Uh, another play that I really like tonight. Let's go UConn. Let's go Ray Allen, Jesus Shuttlesworth. And by the way, if you haven't seen He Got Game, one of the best movies you're ever going to watch. Uh, if you're looking for a good movie, He Got Game is the best. Uh, the last scene where he plays basketball against his dad, Ray Allen against, uh, against uh, oh man, who was it, Denzel. Uh, and he says, you beat me, you don't have to sign with Big State. Uh, if, if, if I win, you got to go to Big State, one of the greatest scenes you'll ever see. Uh, but uh, a side note, why does that even come to mind? Because Ray Allen went to UConn. Uh, but I'm on UConn here, guys. I ask you this. UConn's at home against Villanova. Villanova uh, is ranked 8th in the country. Connecticut is ranked 20, uh, 21st in the country. Villanova is 21-6. Connecticut is 19-7. So two good records, but Villanova's ranked higher, and they have a better one-loss record. And Villanova has won, uh, I want to say, what, four or five in a row, a bunch in a row here. So why on earth did Connecticut open as a one-point favorite? Shouldn't this be? This is, again, one of those Twitter plays where the wrong team is favored. Nope. No, it's not. This is a play on Connecticut for me, guys. This is fishy. Uh, not as good of a record, and their rank, their ranking is worse, yet they open as a one-point favorite. And here's the key. The line is going toward Connecticut. They open minus one. They're up to minus two. I see one book cre uh, creeping up to two and a half. So this is a money line play for me. Give me the fishy Connecticut spot. Uh, I took Connecticut on the money line, minus 130. Uh, again, why is a number 21 team favored over a 18 team or an 8 team? Uh, one of my favorite systems this uh, this year and historically, two ranked teams take the favorite. Uh, two ranked teams take the favorite. That's 57% against the spread this year. Uh, Ken Palm has UConn winning by one. Uh, there's a big rebounding edge here for UConn, 42 boards a game versus 35 for Villanova. And UConn is 12-2 and two at home this year. And by the way, UConn, it's not just Villanova playing well. UConn's also won three straight. But that thing is fishy. The line's going to UConn, even though uh, Villanova is, quote-unquote, the better team. Uh, again, it's not who's the better team, it's who's the better team tonight. Uh, so let's go Huskies on the money line, minus 130. And then last play of the night for me, guys, uh, I am going to sweat UNLV and Nevada, and I am on Nevada. Oh, I think it's called pronounced Nevada, uh, I want to say. My, my buddy Patrick Maher lives in Nevada. South Point Studios is located in Nevada, not, not Nevada. Uh, but anyway, I'm on Nevada Moneyline. This is a really sharp 11 o'clock dog-to-fave line move. So at halftime, I'm going to have to take Meadow out to pee at midnight here. Uh, but this game open, uh, some shops, you know, UNLV minus one on the road, a pick'em, something like that. It's now completely flipped to Nevada. 
minus two and a half. And it's juiced up on the two and a half, like it may even get to three. So we have either a pick em or a plus one dog to fave line move toward Nevada, a late night sweat here uh, where the line is going toward Nevada. Uh, it's your only 11 o'clock game, obviously. So it's going to be the chase game of the night. Uh, also, why is Nevada, who's 12 and 13, favored over UNLV, who's 16 and 11? That makes no sense, right? Uh, it doesn't make sense in that you're going to learn this over time. You want to be on the side that doesn't make sense. Don't feel If it doesn't make sense to you, that's okay. It makes sense to wise guys and people who are smarter than us who have bet the number and the odds makers who have set a number not to trap the public, but to maybe let the public get trapped in their own public perception. Uh, what do you think of that? It's like inception with a dream within a dream, uh, a couple layers deep. But anyway, Nevada dog to fave line move. I bet Nevada on the money line, uh, minus 145. Ken Palm has, has Nevada losing by one. So if you want to play UNLV plus two and a half plus three, all, you know, uh, for S's and G's, all the power to you. Uh, but I don't want to be against this sharp line move. And this may sway you to Nevada. Our buddy, Greg hoops has Nevada minus three and a half. So the line is really going exactly toward, uh, where Greg had predicted, this is another revenge angle. Uh, Nevada lost back on February 1st to UNLV, 69-58. to 58. And this is an uh, advantage field goal shooting for Nevada, 45% from the field versus 43% UNLV. And keep an eye on, and here's a perfect example of why Twitter is important. If you want to search Warren Washington, uh, he's a good player here for Nevada. He's been injured. He could be coming back tonight. So partly with that line move toward Nevada, it might be that this Washington kid for Nevada could be playing here. So why is that important? Get on Twitter. Uh, you can use TweetDeck. You can have you can create a column and just type in Warren Washington, and you'll get every tweet where his name is ever mentioned. So you get an update here if he's playing, but maybe with him uh, looking like he's trending in the right direction or there's no status update. I search Twitter. I search beat reporters. I search uh, all your Nevada, you know, SID. I used to work. Uh, uh, actually, I'll tell you a quick story because I know we got to get out of here soon. But uh, my first job out of college when I graduated from the University of Vermont, I applied to be the SID, the student information director for the University of Vermont Athletics. I was in the final two, and they gave it to somebody else. And if I'd gotten that job, I would have stayed in Burlington, Vermont, and I probably never would have entered the sports betting industry. Uh, so it goes to show you some things that you don't get. Maybe it's a blessing in disguise because uh, now I have uh, my dream job here doing uh, what I love for a living. So, uh, hey, it's always you always think about that. But anyway my job would have been tweeting out, you know, UVM, this player's in or out, or, you know, creating all your, um, your programs and doing, all, putting all the interviews together, all the media. Uh, so I just kind of thought of that because, you know, Warren Washington, you could search, uh, you know, it could have been me. I could have been a contender uh, back in 2009 when I graduated. Uh, but Washington status update could be moving toward Nevada. Why we're seeing that line go toward Nevada. So six pack in the NHL. Uh, or sorry, six-pack in uh, college hoops. Yale, money line, minus 150. Michigan State, plus six. Eastern Michigan, money line, minus 150. Charleston, money line, minus 115. UConn, money line, minus 130. And Nevada, money line, minus 145. Dog to fave, sharp Nevada move. Uh, there you have it, guys. Another day, another dollar. Uh, reminder, if you enjoy the pod, if it's helped you cash some bets, if it's uh, maybe helped you to, uh, you know, kind of get your handicapping and, and kind of a, uh, a, a the, not a theoretical, but um, a good analytics-based, you know, way to cap a game. You know, looking at line movement, uh, looking at system matches, bets and dollar percentages, uh, you know, looking at different analytics sources, whatever it may be. If the pod has helped you in any way, uh, you know, cash your bet, or maybe you just enjoy listening. And again, I never expect you guys to bet every game. If you're coming here for picks, that's not what this pod is for. Uh, obviously I want every play we mentioned to win, but the point isn't to come for picks, list them, write them down and leave. It's to think through each game and what we like and what we don't like. And by what we like, I mean, 
you know, identifying value, knowing when to lay off, knowing when to get down. Again, it's a decision that we all have to make, but whole point of the pod is trying to find those sweet spots. I, I don't have a, uh, a Ken Palm analytics page. I don't have a Greg hoops page, but what I do have is a feel for the market and a finger and a pulse on the market. So that we can try to find games that fit our model against the public with house, with the pros flat bet, no parlays, get closing line value. You guys know the drill by this point, but anyway, if you want to learn more about betting, Guess what? I wrote a book. Yes, I did. It's called The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Go to Amazon.com, pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It's got everything I've learned in the industry, working here for over a decade at this point, uh, coming up in uh, as a public better, losing a lot, but uh, loving the sweat, and then getting my first break in the industry at Sports Insights on the North Shore of Boston, working there for eight years. Uh, and really, uh, you know, that was kind of my grad school uh, to sports betting, where I learned how to bet based on analytics and having a contrarian mindset and betting systems and all that. And then, of course, landing my dream job here at VEASAN where I'm starting to uh, learn how some old-school capping is done. So there's different ways to skin a cat. Analytics, old-school, uh, and if you can combine the two and take your bias out of it, to me, that's where uh, – and again, I lean more on the on the numbers here, but there is uh, something to be said for an old-school way of capping. Uh, but anyway, guys, if you want to learn more, you have a friend uh, who you know is a newly legalized state and needs a leg up, needs to uh, understand why to avoid parlays. Don't just tell them stop betting parlays. Make them understand why. It's the house edge, which is absurd, almost 30% for the house, you know, making a killing, uh, whereas an average bet hold percentage is like 5%. Uh, but it's got all those little tips, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to go contrarian, uh, set up a bankroll management plan, chapters for all the major sports, all included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. And hopefully, the, the how, to, how to Bet Baseball chapter, hopefully we dust that off pretty soon. But anyway, guys, if you want to pick up a copy, it would mean a lot to me. If you already have, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun in newly legalized Connecticut, in the virtual matrix, I bump into you uh, in the huge, expansive industry of New York, Empire State Betting. Or, of course, out in the desert uh, at the sparkling new Circa, sweating sharp contrarian plays, sipping pina coladas at Stadium Swim, uh, getting a victory burger in front of the big screen indoors. Or, of course, at the South Point, where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found. Wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. Uh, whatever you do, do not show me an Indiana ticket dying in overtime. But Penn State under. Well, uh, what else do we have? Uh, I know it wasn't a great night in college. TCU money line. Valpo over. But really, guys, flash me some hockey tickets. Hey, puckheads out there, flash me a Calgary Flames ticket, a Vancouver Canucks ticket, a Carolina Panthers ticket. Uh, a Carolina Panthers, slip of the tongue. Carolina Hurricanes ticket. Uh, and guess what? First one's on me. Next one's on you. We're going to post about the books, what Sharp Contrarian plays all night long. I wish you the best of luck, guys. Have a great Tuesday. Uh, tomorrow, I think it's going to be Dickie V Day, baby. Dickie, how you feeling, baby? I'm feeling better, baby. I appreciate all the kind words, baby. Get ready for a big Wednesday, baby. Dickie, you're right. Big day tomorrow. What do we have? 65 games in college hoops. So a lot to get to. Uh, reminder, if you are uh, available uh, or you got some, or you, you know, you can take some time out of your day, tune in 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern time today. Betting Across America, me and Pritch will be back at it, uh, grinding as we do every single day, talking about line moves, talking uh, some good interviews and working our way through uh, different prop bets and system matches. So uh, tune in later today. But anyway, uh, as my parting words, as always, you you guys know the drill by now. Uh, if you uh, consistently place yourself uh, on the side of the house against the public with the pros, flat bet, no parlays, be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. Uh, there's no such thing as a locker or guarantee, but smart money wins a majority of the time long term. That's the key. Any smart money play could lose tonight in a one-game sample. But we're here 
to grind long term, betting on sports till the day we die. And hopefully, hopefully in the afterlife, they let us get down on sports too. Uh, but that's the key, wanting to be on the sharp side uh, against the public with the house, flat bet, no parlays, and continue uh, to try to get closing line value. Uh, but anyway, guys, have a great, great, great Tuesday. I wish you the best of luck. Hope to see you on Betting Across America. And uh, when I bump into you at the uh, at the ticket window, don't forget to tip your ticket writer. Hopefully it'll save you from your next bad beat with Indiana uh, completely collapsing in overtime. Boy, I can't get over that. Again, that's the difference between a winning and losing night. Uh, that's the uh, that's the line that we walk, guys. Uh, but anyway, have a great Tuesday. Uh, I wish you the best of luck. And uh, again, don't forget to tip your, t- your ticket writer. Have a great Tuesday, guys. Good luck. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 